Yo, what up, my homies? What's up? It's your boy, Jacob, J Legendary. About to do my third podcast. Super excited. Right now, I'm chilling outside of my house. It's cold a little bit. It's chilly. It's nighttime, 7.44 p.m. Yeah, what I want to talk to you guys about today is inspiration. I'm going through challenges. You know, I'm facing things with, like, my youth ministry, with the youth ministry, I'm facing challenges with this 30-day challenge I did on funnel sales, which is a way to do a sales strategy, and, you know, just my personal life and stuff and relationships, and I feel super challenged, but this is the best spot to be in, to be honest, and I do feel like, man, I don't feel like working that hard. I feel that. I think I, I do things throughout the day where I'm like, nah. But at the same time, I'm like, bro, I want to go somewhere. Even though I know it's going to cost me. I want to grow, even though it means less of me. And it's crazy because we think, like, if I grow, if I go to a higher place, if I get to be successful, we think, like, oh, there's gonna be, it's going to be more about me. And honestly, following Jesus Christ, it's less about me and more about him. And obviously, like, I'm not demeaning myself. You know, Jesus is also interested in the desires of my heart and all of that. Totally get that point. But it really becomes about his glory and people meeting Jesus Christ. And I see it in the things that I'm diving into, though it, it could almost be perceived like, oh, it's once I get to this place, it's going to be more about me. But honestly, the way, like, God is developing it, in it for me, like in my vision and stuff and on the things he wants to do, I honestly see that it's going to be sacrificial. It's going to cost me my comfort. It's going to cost me like investment, investing my time and money, even in things where I'm never going to be able to reap the fruit of it, where I'm just going to bless and give away. In these past few weeks and months, I've actually like just given money to people, let people borrow money. And I'm just realizing, like, man, this is costing me something. And I don't have to give to them. I don't have to let them borrow money. But I'm just feeling challenged in my heart. Like, hey, actually, the Lord got me. And these people who are in need, I'm going to bless them, you know. I'm going to let them borrow money when they ask me money. And, uh, and you know, some, some of them haven't even, like, hit me back up. Like, hey, yeah, I'm going to pay you soon and stuff. And I'm sure they're going through problems. And I'm going to hit them up to encourage them. One of them has been, like, letting me know, like, hey. I really can't afford to pay you back right now. And I'm like, yeah, no sweat it and stuff. But it's the best place to be. And when, you know, once I reach this certain place, like let's say my goals of next year of where I want to be, I don't think I'm going to celebrate that I got to my goals. I think I'm going to celebrate more and be more content, more content, more satisfied with the fact that I went through the process that I went through the grind, that I fought and I achieved. And I honestly, recalling back on my life, um, or even like last year in 2019, I remember, well, I remember just going back to this ministry school in Redding, California, with this church called Bethel. They have a school called Bethel Supernatural School of Ministry. I was going in for my third year, and third year, it was more about serving someone in their position within the church, within the school, or outside of the school, anywhere in the world. 
And I was in love with my second year pastor because in the school system, they give us pastors. And in my second year, I had this awesome guy named James Heth from the Middle East, super funny, loves Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's always like, cool, 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 if you know about that. And he's really cool, really funny, but also really down with scripture, great at teaching scripture and calling, and calling people on their religiousness and just teaching about Holy Spirit. And I was like, man, I want this guy to be my mentor for third year. I want to serve him in his vision. And I was like, man, if I could just have this guy, it would be so cool. And I remember that I emailed him. I emailed him one summer of 2018. And I was like, hey, bro, I want to I want to be your I want I applied for you. I want to I want to be your, you know, your third year student. And he just replies to me, hey, man, I thought you were coming back for your third year. Well, you realize you couldn't live without me? And I was like, ha, 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 but for real. And a month and a half passes by, and homie never hits me back up. And I send him another email. Yo, James, I'm trying to, I'm trying to you know, do this with you. Let me know. If I can't do this with you, my third year with you, I'll just go look for someone else. And at that moment, he just replies to me, sorry, I've been camping. Uh, yeah, let's have an interview soon. So pretty much, long story short, I got... I, you know, had the interview and I was like, please let it be, please let it be. You know, I was super stoked. I was crazy about this guy. I remember months before that, I was sitting on the couch with one of his like close friends. And I was like, man, I would die to be his third year student. I would die for him to be my mentor. It was telling me what it is to work with him. And I was, you know, I was his cheerleader. He just didn't know it. And I didn't tell anyone because I would look like a creep. So, so, you know, he emails me like, yeah. I want you in my team. Uh, pray about it. I thought about it, and I was like, heck, yeah, I didn't even pray about it. I was like, mm, yeah, I want to be on this team. And I emailed him, yeah, I'm in. And uh, and I was just super grateful, and I was so happy. I was so glad. And then, you know, got into third year, school of ministry, him being my mentor, the coolest guy, funniest guy, great at teaching. When he's teaching, you don't get bored. You're freaking thrilled to hear him speak. That's how good of a teacher he is. And, uh, you know, hearing him teach. And then by the time, you know, started school in third year in August. But by the time in January, he started going through, like, tough times. His, his, his wife was pregnant with their second child, which is super awesome. But they bought a house in January, and they had to remodel it. And that house was teared up. That house was so garbage, so crappy. And he was going to remodel the whole thing. And it was like pretty, pretty intense because they no longer had anywhere to live. So his wife, that is actually from England, took their first daughter uh, over there back home because they didn't really have anywhere to live. So she went back home to her parents in England. And then James just started working in his house. He just started remodeling. And I was there to help him. And I see how like, and it was grind, bro. Like, I think, like, so much stuff flew into my eyes that I now have, like, a like a little black spot in my vision that I see it every single day because I wasn't wearing safety goggles, you know? So it cost me the vision in my eye. <laughs> it's not that bad, but you, you get the point. So, yeah, it was grinding. It was like, you know, going, going home after school, eating, then going to his house and helping him. And, man, I sucked, bro. I was really bad. Uh, you know, construction and all these things. And he was teaching me along the way. He was super patient. 
but I see how even in that time, you know, I was super thankful. The goal was achieved. And uh, and what it meant to me is actually to serve him in his vision for his house. And it costed me. It was sacrifice. Sometimes I would go home at, at 11 o'clock at night. Sometimes, like, I think the latest I ever went home was at 2 in the morning, weekends, like, not hanging out with my friends to go help him, which honestly, like, down the line, I don't even mind. And uh, I actually celebrate that season of process. And the most I ever got for him was, like, as a reward, it was, was Burger King, to be honest. And uh, and it was totally cool because I think it really, like, taught me a lot. I got to see a man work, you know, to to remodel his home for his family, for his wife, for his two kids. And, uh, and something that I learned is just, like, the process what I really enjoy. The process is what I really always look back to. And I'm like, yeah, that process was worth it. That was totally worth it. And it's worth it, guys. I don't know what you're going through, but I don't know how much does your process suck. I don't know if people are, like, hating you, if people are rejecting you, or you're just working for things and it's not, you know, coming out how you expected it to be. But let me encourage you. It's totally worth it, man. It's like Joseph in the Bible. You know, God had a purpose for him. He had a plan for him. And he was like, all right, I'm going to make Joseph second hand of king. This plan is going to happen. But Joseph didn't know that. And for a long time, he was just a slave. He was in jail. His life didn't look so promising, even though the Lord spoke to him like, hey, I'm going to make you king, you know, through some dreams. He didn't tell them, tell him that directly, but he spoke to him that he was going to be great and mighty. Uh, but for Joseph, it was the grind. It was being locked up. It was being a slave. It was being betrayed by his brothers. It sucked, but it was freaking worth it. And when we talk about Joseph today, we celebrate how he was faithful to the Lord, even through all the crap he went he went through. He was faithful to, to the Lord, even through all the, when he was a slave and all of that. So yeah, guys, that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Love you guys. Catch you guys later. Peace out.